0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good evening, everyone.
1: Can you hear me all right?
0: Okay, good. Thank you. Nice to see you all. And uh, let's see. Okay. Okay.
1: Just doing a couple things here before we get started.
0: All right. So thank you all for being here together. And thank you, Neil, for posting the links uh, in the chat to our Happy Hour Google group, which uh, features quotes sometimes or uh, links to things we discuss about in the group and also a way to connect with one another. So um, I've been uh, spending a lot of time in this week appreciating um, ways that we can help our practice grow and strengthen. And one of the ways that that happens is actually uh, as we – notice the positive things that start to enter our life, uh, states of calm, uh, these beautiful states of mind that we cultivate in happy hour. Um, noticing them and actually appreciating them, feeling them when we experience them, helps reinforce them. You know, anything that we do, if it has inherent rewards and we notice those inherent rewards, we're more inclined to have more of that cultivation arise. So, one of the actions that reinforces the learning that we do in practice and are unfolding towards freedom from suffering, stress, dissatisfaction is recognizing and cultivating gratitude. So, gratitude can be cultivated in response, of course, to the ways that we notice we may be fortunate, um, certain people um, in our lives that we appreciate. Um, and any other kinds of good fortune um, that we are on the receiving end of. And even though life sometimes feels difficult, um, we can easily forget some of the more fundamental forms of good fortune that we have. Um, Our minds are in good enough condition to participate in happy hour and to meditate, um, to function uh, in the world. Uh, We have some level of shelter with a computer and a Zoom connection. So that's something to appreciate. And I I think most of us have enough food and water to keep us alive and probably more than enough to merely maintain our lives. Whatever state of health we're in, uh, we have enough to participate in this session. So I think gratitude can go well beyond that for many of us. Um, But I was looking Uh, at what has been written about gratitude. And I noticed Bhikkhu Bodhi had a nice piece about it. And he shared this quote from the suttas. These two people are hard to find in the world. Which two? The first one, excuse me, the one who is first to do a kindness And the one who is grateful and thankful for a kindness done. And then Bhikkhu Bodhi continues, In saying that kind and grateful people are rare, the Buddha isn't simply stating a harsh truth about the human race. He's advising you to treasure these people when you find them. And more importantly, showing how you can become a rare person yourself. Kindness and gratitude are virtues you can cultivate, but they have to be cultivated together. So this is a point I find very interesting that Bhikkhu Bodhi is making. Each needs the other to be genuine. A point that becomes obvious when you think about the three things most likely to make gratitude heartfelt. One, you've actually benefited from the other person's actions. Two, You trust the motives behind those actions. And then three, you sense that the other person had to go out of his or her way to provide that benefit. Points one and two are lessons that gratitude teaches kindness. If we want to be genuinely kind, you have to be of actual benefit. Nobody wants to be the recipient of help that isn't actually helpful and you have to provide that benefit in a way that shows respect and empathy for the other person's needs. No one likes to receive a gift given with calculating motives or in an offhand or disdainful way. Points two and three are lessons that kindness uh, teaches to gratitude. Only If you've been kind to another person, will you accept the idea that others can be kind to you? That's very interesting. At the same time, if you've been kind to another person, you know the effort involved. Kind impulses often have to do battle with unkind impulses in the heart. So it's not always easy to be helpful. Sometimes it involves great sacrifice, a sacrifice possible only when you trust the recipient to make good use of your help so when you're on the receiving end of a sacrifice like that you realize you've incurred a debt an obligation to repay the other person's trust Um, so this is why he says the Buddha always discusses gratitude as a response to kindness and doesn't equate it with appreciation in general so it's kind of thought-provoking connection between these two qualities So with that, I thought we might dedicate this evening to the cultivation of gratitude together with kindness. So let's meditate together.
1: Perhaps beginning by gently receiving how you are right now.
0: as you settle in, extending kindness to your body in whatever way it needs.
1: Noticing what's here.
0: Inclining a feeling of kindness to whatever feeling tone is present or whatever is present in your heart, whether it's unpleasant or pleasant or neither. The simple act of paying attention is kind, noticing what is in awareness.
1: being especially kind to any thinking that's going on. Perhaps not fueling
0: thoughts, but rather noticing the process of thinking with kind attention. And perhaps feeling the effect of the thoughts, if there are any, on the emotions or on the body.
1: And this whole process of
0: sitting... In awareness, allowing some spaciousness,
1: time with whatever is present, no rush.
0: Kindness of allowing experience to unfold and simply receiving it in awareness without needing to go out looking for it, without needing to push it away, taking it at its
1: own pace.
0: and when you're ready dropping in to your awareness the word gratitude and receiving whatever arises if anything arises in response to that word again
1: no need to force just allowing Allowing yourself plenty of time. Allowing any images or memories or thoughts that are associated to come up when you hear the word gratitude. There are no right or wrong experiences here, simply allowing conditions and the flow of experience to be known. There are images or
0: thoughts or memories of other people or animals towards whom you feel some gratitude. Whether it's just a tiny amount of gratitude or a great deal.
1: Allowing that to be known.
0: if possible perhaps the attention might settle on one person or animal
1: it doesn't matter which one whichever you feel like
0: it could even be yourself for something you've done that was kind
1: that you needed in your life
0: recognizing any form of kindness that this one person or pet or animal did that you appreciated. It's possible to say this for a number of people in succession or together, if that's what's coming. Feeling it and knowing what your experience was of kindness from this being. noticing any bodily sensations or feelings or thoughts that arise in response.
1: perhaps inclining the mind towards some phrases to that
0: person or or creature. These can be phrases you come up with, or I'll offer some. You might just consider the phrase, I am grateful for, or I appreciate, I'm
1: grateful for your kindness. I appreciate that you were kind. You may not realize
0: the importance to me of what you did. But your kindness mattered in my life.
1: May you experience the kindness. that you give in the world. May you appreciate
0: what you offer to other people and beings, appreciating it before, doing it during the act itself, and after offering any act of kindness.
1: An act of kindness, no matter how small, is important in this world and was important to me.
0: And continuing in silence, just offering spontaneously whatever comes up for you. And if something else has come up in this meditation around the idea of gratitude or kindness, allowing that no matter what it is, with some gentleness, with some curiosity, there are no right or wrong experiences in this meditation. There's only receiving, allowing, recognizing
1: it. It's really pretty amazing
0: um, as you start to reflect on kindness and notice it in the world, how many examples of it there are. A whole lot of professional uh, activities that people engage in um, are forms of kindness or care for other people or creatures on the planet, um, care for food, water, There are just an enormous uh, number of examples surrounding us. And if we can consciously bring to our own awareness the ways work we do and caregiving we provide to people in our lives, are forms of kindness, it starts to wake up these positive qualities of the heart and mind. It, It helps us to develop a sense of happiness or a sense of peace to be aware of it. And um, gratitude can flow out of recognition of kindness in the world. Instead of being maybe saturated by news, which is often of a catastrophic or very painful nature, we can start to be aware of the enormity of human um, care for one another. So with those reflections, um, we'll have some time in breakout groups And one of the great, great forms of kindness that we practice with one another is listening deeply to one another. So I appreciate in the, in the breakout rooms, the process of people just each sharing one idea at a time and going around and around your circle of about three people and, um, listening with care and without opinions or interruptions or crosstalk, just deeply listening to one another and then sharing whatever feels comfortable, inspiring, um, challenges that you had with the practice, just this process of sharing is a great kindness. So we'll go into those rooms for 10 minutes and I'll send you off right now.